Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. Guys, before we get into the 2020 season, we're going to start to crank up the content this week. This is a podcast Jason and I have wanted to do for some time. It's long overdue, and it's a podcast where we just want to pay our respects to two of the greatest assistant coaches in not just Indianapolis Colts franchise history, but in NFL history with the passing of Coach John Tierlink and the passing of Coach Howard Mudd. Tierling passed away in May of 2020. He was 69 years old. Mudd passed away earlier this month in August of 2020. He was 78 years old. Two iconic assistant coaches, position coaches that don't get nearly enough credit, and two big parts of the Colts Super Bowl run back in 06 on Tony Dungy's staff. So we're going to get into it. Jason's going to take us through the career of John Tierlink and Howard Mudd. When we had Robert Mathis on the podcast in March, we asked him about his relationship and the impact Coach Tierlink had on his career. And here's what Robert Mathis had to say on Coach John Tierlink. It was his job to scheme your best attributes. What you do best, they'll scheme around it. So that what makes a coach a coach. It's not about the scheme, it's about the skill. And he taught us the skill and the importance of having that skill so you can play in any scheme. But he made sure Dwight and myself, okay, we were two quote-unquote undersized guys, so he's just going to put us in position to thrive. The whole defense pretty much was, you can consider undersized, it was a speed defense. But it was their job to get us in the best position to succeed, and that's what they did. And he was he was, he spearheaded that with the D-line, with the unit that, that uh, we played with. And he just told us, whatever you do best, do it. And Mathis did it. He did it well, and he did it for a long time, tallying over 120 career sacks in Indianapolis, becoming the Colts' all-time leader in sacks. Mathis also went on to say that John Tierlink is the greatest defensive line coach of all time, coaching from 1989 all the way up until 2011 with the Colts from 2002 to 2011 and winning three Super Bowl championships in his coaching career, two with the Denver Broncos and one with the Indianapolis Colts. Howard Mudd, as a coach, actually coached on a staff in San Diego where Tierlink was a player at the time, and Jason's going to take us through both guys' careers. But that's actually where they met in San Diego. They had a long-lasting friendship, overlapped about nine years in Indianapolis on the same coaching staff, winning a Super Bowl together. And then Howard Mudd passed away after injuries he suffered in a motorcycle accident the day after returning from Wyoming after spreading John Tierlink's ashes. So that just goes to show how close these two men, these two coaches were, that Howard Mudd was actually spreading the ashes of Tierlink. Then the day after he returns home, he unfortunately passed away due to a motorcycle accident. So these are two iconic assistant coaches in Colts history, two iconic assistant coaches in NFL history. Both guys belong in the Colts Ring of Honor, and I would love to see Jim Irsay honor these two coaches by putting them in the Ring of Honor at some point either this year or at some point next year when there's fans again in the crowd. When you look at the coaching career of Howard Mudd, coached in the NFL from 1974 all the way up until 2012, then came back out of retirement last year as an advisor in 2019 for the Colts. And I saw a tweet from Zach Hicks. He made a great point 
that this offensive line the Colts have from Costanzo to Nelson to Kelly is kind of the final touch of Howard Mudd's 40-plus year coaching career in the NFL. It was his last gift to the football community, and it's almost like he planted a seed in a sense, and now the legacy of Howard Mudd will live on through this Colts offensive line. So I think that's just a beautiful way to think about the final touches Howard Mudd put on. And then along with Tierlink as well, he taught things to Mathis, which are still being taught in Indianapolis, to Ture and Houston and Muhammad and the guys who we currently have playing the game. So these guys transcended the errors they coached in, and these two men will still have philosophies that are being taught today and will continue to live on in the NFL. So now I'm going to throw it over to my main man, Jason Spears, who's going to take us through the illustrious careers of Coach John Tierlink and Coach Howard Mudd. Thanks, Luke. That was very well said. First, we're going to get into John Tierlink, who was drafted by the San Diego Chargers in 1974 and played with the Chargers from 1974 to 1977. Three years in the NFL. Uh, obviously, after that, he he started coaching in college, made his debut as a D-line coach in 1989 as the Cleveland Browns defensive line coach. They went to an AFC championship game in one of those years. He was there for 89 and 90. Then he coached the Rams in 91 and on to the Minnesota Vikings from 92 to 94. Then the Detroit Lions from 95 to 96. The Denver Broncos from 97 to 2001. The Broncos won two Super Bowls in that time. 1997, they won, being Green Bay and San Diego at the former Jack Murphy Stadium. And then they won in 1998. I think that was in Miami over the Atlanta Falcons. Then he came to Indianapolis, won a Super Bowl with us uh, in 2006 down in Miami again. So he had a great coaching career from 89 to 2011. So that's 22 years plus the three years that he was with the with the Chargers. That's 25 years. That's a solid, solid career. He coached 23 Pro Bowl players in his career. Two conference defensive players of the year, Michael Dean Perry in 1989, who was a big-time player for the Browns back in the day, and also the Fridges' younger brother. And also Chris Dolman, who, I mean, just a monster defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings in 1992. Tierlink also coached seven players that attained 100 sacks in their career. Those players are Chris Dolman, who was with Minnesota when he coached them, Kevin Green, who was with the Rams, John Randall, another guy with Minnesota, Bubba Baker, guy with Cleveland at the end of his career, Neil Smith, a guy that he coached at the end of his career with Denver, and then obviously Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, he had for the bulk of their careers and really made a big impact on both of those guys. You hear Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney talk about how important Coach Tierlink was to them and their development and how they became great players. And just to show you how important this guy was to the league and how much he was revered as a defensive line coach, the annual Best Defensive Line Coach Award is named after John Tierlink. So, just a great assistant coach, coached a lot of great players, helped all those guys. One thing I loved about Tierlink was his intensity. I remember watching those games of the week on the NFL Network back in the early 2000s, and they had the sideline mic'd up, and 
he was always just revving his players up and and, and getting in Freeney and Mathis's ear and telling them to go get the quarterback and just loved his aggressive way of getting after the quarterback. He knew that the defense's most important thing that they could possibly do is get pressure on the quarterback, and the Colts were all about pressure in those years, and they were super aggressive at getting there. Not big on blitzing in that defense, but you didn't need to be when you had Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney. So I really liked his aggressive style and his mindset about attacking the, you know, getting to the quarterback, pushing the pocket. I think that's something that, you know, this year's Colts could really look back at it and and say, hey, that's what we need to do. And and I think that I think they're they're incorporating that, obviously, but the talent level with Tierlink and and his ability to coach Freeney and Mathis up, those guys were just special. So it's sad that he's gone. He's a special, special coach. I have a lot of respect for what he did in the game. Just somebody that was really important for the NFL. Somebody, a player that contributed, but also even more so as a head coach with the, some of these players that he helped develop and help coach and, and just do you know amazing things with these guys and, and, and take their talent, mold them into incredible football players. So definitely someone that is going to be missed uh, in the game, somebody that NFL historians know about, you know, diehard fans know about, and people should learn about because he's, he's one of the, to me, and this is just my opinion, but he's one of the greatest defensive line coaches of all time, in my opinion, just based on the guys that he's coached and the the way that he coached them and the way that he taught his defensive ends to play. I mean, we're and you get into the techniques and all the things he taught Robert Mathis that now Robert Mathis is passing on. He learned all that from Coach Tierling. I mean, the hand placement, the move off of moves, the double moves, the um, – you know, just the, the importance of having a strong base and just being technically sound so that you can get to the quarterback so that you can beat your man. And that's all stuff that Coach Tierlink, you know, imparted to those players, Freeney, Mathis, Raheem Brock, all those guys that we know and love from years past. Uh, he just did such a great job with those guys. And I just wanted to you know, come on and show my respect by paying him the respect that he deserves. I haven't seen a lot from Colts podcasts on these guys. And even if 10 people listen to this video, it does. it's about kind of educating people on how great a coach this guy really was and, and what a special individual he was to our players. He meant so much to Freeney and Mathis. Those guys revered him. And uh, listen, man, he, he was just a special, special coach. And uh, he, he will be missed, so uh, I just want to send my condolences to his family if they happen to watch this, and uh, he will be missed. So rest in peace, John Tierlich. The second coach we lost more recently was Howard Mudd. He was 78 years old and, you know, lived a long life, was a football lifer, passed away on August 12, 2020 from injury sustained in a motorcycle accident he was an offensive guard played offensive guard he went to hillsdale college signed with the san francisco 49ers out of hillsdale college was a three-time pro bowl player and a two-time all pro and a member of the all decade team in the 1960s for offensive linemen played with the 49ers from 1964 to 1969 and he played with the chicago bears from 
from 1969 to 1970. So he was an incredible offensive lineman. I mean, three Pro Bowls in five years with the 49ers, two-time All-Pro, All-Decade team in the 60s. I mean, he he legitimately could be considered for the Hall of Fame, except for the fact his duration of playing wasn't that long. But he was an exceptional player. I've heard people that he played with talk about how great of a player he was. And he was just as good a coach, man. Um, like I said, he he, he was an offensive guard and a member. Of, I mean, to, to be an all-decade team player, an all-decade team member, you have to be something special. And he was that. In the 1960s, he was somebody that was one of the better offensive linemen in the NFL. And, and I think he slept on a lot as a player. I know reading up on him, he, he just – it jumped out on me, the stats. Like, you know, he was just – somebody that always constantly showed up and played well and and did a good job. So once he retired from playing, he moved on to coach the San Diego Chargers where one of his well one of the players on his team not on not on the offensive line but on the defensive line was John Tierlink. That's where they first met. He coached the San Diego Chargers offensive line from 1974 to 1976 with the Chargers he coached Russ Washington, who was a five-time Pro Bowl player, so a very, very good football player with the Chargers, one of their one of their better linemen in that time, helped protect Dan Fouts. They had a few guys that were very, very good, but Russ Washington was one of the better players that he coached. Uh, then he moved on to the 49ers in 77, the Seahawks from 78 to 82. I think that was with Chuck Knox. They had some very, very good linemen in both of those places, but nobody that I think you guys would have heard of. So I didn't want to mention anybody because you probably wouldn't know who they were. But those, like the Seattle teams I remember specifically were very, very run-oriented. So he had a lot of really, really good running teams. I think Kurt Warner, the original Kurt Warner with the with the from Penn State with the Seahawks was a big time player and he ran behind that offensive line and did a really you know that line did a great job I think Blair Bush was a guy that was really a solid player for them I think he was a center those guys did a great job blocking for Dave Craig and uh, also Jim Zorn back in those days so he was with the Seahawks from 78 to 82 then he moved on to Cleveland from 83 to 88 and really under Marty Schottenheimer helped turn that program around they went to they went to three FC championships in the time he was there. Unfortunately, they lost two of them to they lost all three at Denver, but two of them were heartbreaking loss. There was the drive in '86, and then the fumble in '87. Biner had in Denver, so but very good Browns teams. I remember them well. They knocked the Colts out of the playoffs in '87. He coached Joe Demalier, who was a Pro Bowl center and also. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. He coached him. He also coached Cody Risen, who was also a very good player for them. They protected Bernie Kosar. They opened the running lanes for Kevin Mack and Ernest Biner. So really solid job in Cleveland. Really helped turn that program around, like I said, with Marty Schottenheimer. And then Schottenheimer took the job after he left Cleveland with Kansas City and brought along Howard Mudd with him. So Howard Mudd was with Schottenheimer from 89 to 92. There he coached Mike Webster, who is probably one of the greatest centers of all time. Uh, that was at the end of Mike Webster's career, but the Chiefs had a really good offensive line. They had Christian Okoye and a lot of Barry Word and a lot of big guys to run behind that line. So 
he was with them till 92, and then he left and went to the Seattle Seahawks, who he was with from 1993 to 1997. And two guys that he coached, Hall of Fame players, that he made a huge difference with was a young Kevin Mawai. A lot of people don't know Kevin Mawai was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks and played there through his first contract before he signed with the Jets. Kevin Mawai was there, and Walter Jones, who's, for my money, one of the best offensive tackles I've ever seen play, was there as well. And he helped mold those two guys into what they became, which was Hall of Fame players. And I, I remember reading when, when Howard Mudd passed, those guys had nothing but rave reviews for, for Howard Mudd and how much he meant to their careers and how good they were as players and what they developed into. And I don't think there's a better compliment you can pay a coach than when a player reveres you that much that he says, basically, you're the reason they're in the Hall of Fame. And those guys basically said, he's what turned me from a good player to a great player to a Hall of Fame player. So he coached those guys up until 97. And then our regime with Jim Mora and Bill Polian took over in 1998, and he moved to Indianapolis to protect Peyton Manning, and that was his number one deal here. He wanted to protect 18 at all costs. He he wrote that down and and really pounded it in the players' heads. That's what they were going to do, and they did a hell of a job doing that for the, for the most part in his career from 1998 to 2009. The Colts were... I think in the lowest five as far as allowing or in the top five as far as allowing sacks, meaning they didn't allow many, and a lot of times they were one or two. So, and part of that was Peyton, you know, getting rid of the ball, but also, you know, you got guys like Tarek Glenn, Jeff Saturday, Rick DeMulling early on, Jake Scott, Ryan Lilja, Brian Deem, all those guys that he coached. Those were all really, really good offensive linemen, and he molded those guys. I mean, I think of a guy like Jeff Saturday and think of how much Howard Mudd helped Jeff Saturday become the player that he was. I mean, he literally got cut from the Ravens. It was like delivering – he was like driving a milk truck. And the Colts, you know, signed him. Mudd saw him and said, you know what, this guy, this guy can play. And even though he was smaller, he worked with them. And, and Jeff Saturday is one of the best linemen the Colts have had. He's in the ring of honor. Just a great player. And he and he worked his tail off to develop these guys, these young players. And they all turned out to be really, really solid offensive linemen. So he did a hell of a job. I think his best work was in Indy. We were lucky to have him. Obviously, he came back in 2019 for a short stint with Chris Strausser. Obviously, it didn't work out decided he wanted to spend more time at home with his family, which I completely understand because that's what life is about, really. When you get to that age, it's about grandkids, and, and I completely get it. Uh, so that was his last time with the Colts in 2019. But after the first stint with the Colts, he went over to Philadelphia and coached Jason Peters and Jason Kelsey, both two pro bowlers. Both of those guys are pro bowlers. He coached there from 2011 to 2012 and obviously helped Jason Peters along. He was already pretty well established, but I think he helped extend his career and he helped Jason Kelsey become the player that he is. So uh, you just look at these guys, both their body of work, and it's just unbelievable from their playing days. Obviously, Mudd was a bit more, more successful as a player, but the things these guys accomplished as assistant coaches, I, I, I think deserve a lot of credit. I don't think people are talking enough about what they did here in Indianapolis and what they did for Peyton Manning and what they did for our offense and just unsung heroes and, and what Tierlink did for our defensive line. 
you know, Freeney and Mathis, man, they were they were something else coming off the edge, and that was all that was all tier link and and protecting Manning and being able to pass pro and doing you know having such great pass pro over all those years. That was that was all Howard Mudd and and teaching his techniques to those players and, and making sure they were fundamentally sound and knew what they were doing. And we were always well prepared on both sides of the ball as far as those guys went went because they were they were players they knew how to prepare they knew what needed to be done and so our players therefore could follow their lead could ask questions because these guys had been through it before and I think a lot can be said for that I think those guys really respected those two coaches and what they'd meant and what they did for those players and as far as I'm concerned both of these guys should be in the Colts ring of honor I think Howard Mudd is probably top three offensive coach of all offensive line coach of all time just an absolute stud of a player and then just became a great head coach man and the thing I liked about both of these guys is they weren't passive they were very aggressive in what the way they went about things as far as what whether it was taking an idea and a concept and aggressively applying it to the field or the actual field where they, you know, wanted their players to be aggressive, not, you know, pensive and, and sit back. They were super aggressive type coaches. And I, I love coaches like that because to win, in my opinion, you have to go get it. You have to go after it. You can't sit back and wait for something to happen. You have to go make something happen. And both of these guys were really aggressive, especially uh, Tierlink, but also Mud in the, you know, with, with the way that they, you know, really would run the ball sometimes. They were super aggressive with their blocking and, the technique and the way they did things on both sides of the ball was great. And I think both of them did their best work in Indianapolis. And like I said, and have repeatedly said, I think they both did their best coaching jobs here and they were great other places. I mean, you look at what mud did in Seattle. If you look at the guys, he coached Seattle, Mawai and Walter Jones. I mean, those are hall of fame players. And then you look at what Tierlink did in Cleveland. I mean, helping to turn that program around turn Michael Dean Perry into a, I mean, a monster and then Chris Dolman and, you know, just both of those guys just really helped wherever they went. They helped turn franchises from losers to winners, both of them. And so in my mind, they're both winners and they're great coaches and they are going to be missed. I've wanted to do this for a while, but scheduling and just things have come up in life. And you guys know how it goes with the pandemic going on. There's so many different things that are affected, but this hat, I wanted to do this podcast, whether or not a hundred people listen to it or a thousand or whatever, these guys deserve the respect. Uh, I wanted to kind of share their history for those that don't know. I think Howard Mudd, if he had played a little longer, would be in the hall of fame as a player, honestly. Um, but he had bad knees and a bad back. And so he had to get out early, but Hopefully at some point they'll create a wing for assistant coaches and both of these guys will will get in because I think they meant that much to to the NFL and I think they deserve a spot in the Hall of Fame. I think they're both Hall of Fame coaches and we were lucky to have them. So I just wanted to to kind of do this in in memoriam of both of these guys who passed away in the last few months. It sucks. With everything going on, man, it's just like blow after blow after blow. Just these these things just keep happening in 2020. I'll be happy when this year is over. Honestly, uh, just so many bad things have happened, and uh, unfortunately, two of those things were 
you know, these guys passing away, but I got a lot of love for them and, and I respect the hell out of everything they accomplished. And I appreciate everything they did for the Colts organization, as I'm sure you guys do too. So I'm going to wrap it up with that. And I just want to lastly say rest in peace to John Tierlink and rest in peace to Howard Mudd. You will be missed.